I'm Joni from Columbus, Ohio, and I recommend 3C Body Shop. Nobody wants to go back twice in one year for accident repairs. But after my first experience with 3C, it made perfect sense for me. 3C worked with my insurance and everything was handled perfectly. I'd recommend 3C to my friends, my family, and anyone that has been in an accident. 3C Body Shop, the finest in collision repair. This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and CJ Berryman. Welcome to the Ranger Report Podcast today. Uh, we have some minor league interviews from you from Frisco Rough Riders Media Day. The first voice you hear will be Frisco Manager's Rough Rider Jared Goddard. The second will be right-handed pitcher Cole Wynn. And the third will be outfielder Steel Walker and some questions that the media asked them during uh, media day. So hope you enjoy this minor league edition of the Ranger Report Podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. I'm wondering if you can a kind of take us through your rotation, which I think is going to be a real intriguing element of, of this club. And I, I guess there are going to be a couple of piggyback assignments on that in terms of, especially with the, with the six day schedule. Can you just kind of work us through that a little bit? Yeah, I think um, especially early on, we're still getting guys stretched out. Um, we have our starter paired up with, you know, somewhat of a long relief guy. Um, obviously with, uh, Brennan starting tomorrow and we'll likely have Sal following him up and then Jake Latz on, uh, on Wednesday. Um, and then I believe we're going with Tyler Phillips Thursday, uh, Cole Wynn Friday, Yeri on Saturday. I really feel like this rotation is going to be kind of intriguing. It's, it's, it's got some prospects. It, it, what do you feel like it needs to get accomplished with this group this year? Sure. I think, I think the, not to give a cop out answer, but I think honestly, it's, it's the entire experience. It's the maybe being, you know, challenged initially for some guys at the level that they're starting at it's pitching for a full season, you know, starting an affiliate for the first time, um, the struggles and, tough things that come with that, but also just, and then bouncing back. And then also the new challenge of what the format of the schedule presents of maybe, you know, facing the same lineup within a handful of days, you know, and they're, they're likely going to be trying to make adjustments on you while you're going to be making adjustments on them. So I just think, yeah, I think that there's a number of things that kind of naturally are going to help them or the hope is help them grow uh, as starting, as starting pitchers. Um, My question is, is a little bit more about, just kind of getting to know you um, as you kind of get into your, you know, get your managerial feet wet here. And and I just want to kind of talk a lot, a little bit about or hear you talk about some of your sort of macro philosophies on management and, and certainly at the double A level. That's a good question. It's a timely question. We've actually just finished up with our first big uh, team meeting there where I kind of laid out um, what some of my expectations are for this year. But one thing about me that I, 
I'm, I'm hopeful that is helpful in this role, um, in, a, in a new role here, is I was fortunate to play baseball for a number of years, but one thing that I've never forgotten is the hard times and the times that beat me up and challenged me in baseball stick with me much more than those limited successes that I ever had in baseball. So I feel like the empathy that comes with that has helped me as far as kind of being able to relate to the player and stick with them, encourage them, trying to keep them positive and in a good place, mentally confident, whatever it may be to hopefully have, you know, success or limit those times that, that, that they are struggling a little bit. So that's a little bit of kind of my personal background or something I'm hopeful that that is helpful. We need to make sure that we're ready mentally and physically at 7.05 every single night. And so that's going to be the, the main thing that myself and our staff, we have an unbelievable staff. I know it's cliche to say that, but I, I it's, I'm, mean that wholeheartedly that that will be the main focus among some others below that is making sure that they're ready mentally and physically regardless of how how uh the past day or series or whatever i think any first year managerial role presents a number of challenges just even sometimes from the standpoint of i'll be honest there's some things i i don't even know on some things that i don't know yet you know that i'll be learning and i'll mess up but i'm looking forward to doing that actually but if it were coming into a completely new staff, like I, I obviously have a great relationship with Osway Perez from being in, on the hitting side with him in the past years, I've always enjoyed and appreciated the times that I've gotten to be around Jeff Andrews and kind of the wisdom and knowledge and um, experience that he brings. Um, if I didn't have the, that background with them on the staff, this would be much more challenging, I think. And then the same with the players. I've been fortunate to, at a minimum, I think nearly everyone in their at least experience in instructional league with, if not have them as a hitting coach in the past. So that familiarity kind of being with them day day in and day out with a majority, I'd say, or a good chunk of the guys on the team is is definitely helpful kind of first time in a role like this. Are you all in a position now to where you've you've met your 85% threshold or how are how are things going as far as vaccinations and testing and everything like that. What can you tell us about where we are as far as that goes? I don't want to, I don't want to speak out of place here, but my understanding is that we're, we're pretty, pretty close, if not over as an organization to the, the threshold that major league baseball has talked about as far as loosening or being more lax on some of the protocols. So until they notify us though, that it's official, that we're, we're still abiding by all of the same protocols, testing, those sorts of things that we did in Arizona in spring training. What do you tell players about what happens when you come to double A? That's a good question because I, I have the conversation in my head sometimes, the back and forth of how much should you try to talk with them to try to hopefully prepare them? And how much should you let them experience it and and then kind of make the adjustment and then maybe have a conversation where it's like, hey, this was helpful for me or on the hitting side. You know, so, so far, and especially this year, because it is such a weird year as far as maybe guys making a less traditional jump, I haven't had that many conversations, but that is the reason why it's not without being thoughtful about it, I guess. I think that, because sometimes I think our most well-intended conversations especially on things like that we may plant a seed that we don't necessarily want to plant and where 
they would have been none the wiser if they just went out and hey, it's just another baseball game, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I'm very conscious of that too. And how much sure. the well-intended things, you know, can sure. maybe have the opposite effect too on the player. Sure. Fresh us on what is your current repertoire? Um, so yeah, current repertoire would be fastball, curveball, slider, and changeup. Um, and currently the pitch, uh, probably need to work on a little bit more, like, is the curveball landing it for strikes and then being able to throw it down? I mean, I, I feel pretty comfortable with all four to be able to throw them for strikes, but I'd say the pitch that probably needs the, a little bit of the most is the curveball. What's your work program been over the past month since spring training sort of wound down? Yeah, um, it's been ever since big league camp, just kind of working back at the innings. Uh, went one inning one time, a couple of IVPs, then went two innings twice. Uh, three innings twice, four innings a couple times, then the, the outing before last, uh, I went five, then, you know, when we got here, another live BP. So then other than that, just throwing, doing the throwing program, doing arm care, doing everything in between. Is there a person or a coach or a catcher or anyone that you consider that's been incredibly instrumental in your development? Yeah, for sure. Um, last, uh, last year during that quarantine period, there was a couple pitching coaches that stayed behind and uh, it was Jordan Teagues and Jose Jaimez. And I give a lot of credit to Jordan Teagues. Uh, he worked with me all throughout last summer. Then before I got called up to the old site, we were still working together and texting. And, you know, me and him got pretty close just throughout that quarantine period. And, you know, once that happened, we knew we kind of had a little bit of time. So we kind of sat down and, and dove into just about everything that we could improve on, whether it's like curveball spin, curveball spin efficiency, slider, movement change up movement than just like overall just like pitching so I give a lot of credit to him do you feel like you're skipping a level or do you feel like last year accounted for a full a full year in your development I feel like last year was a pretty full year in my development um we we really threw pretty much the whole time and then I uh, got called up to the alt site and was able to throw in in a few games there and then instructs I mean, granted, it wouldn't be as full of a year as normal, but I felt like it was it was as close to what we could get without actually having a year. So I felt pretty good in that. But, you know, in, in terms of like skipping a level, like it, it's it's different between throwing like to your own team like it was at the alt site. So for that, I mean, I, I, I feel like it is kind of skipping a level. I'm kind of curious what you feel like you got out of this, the year. Yeah. Um, I mean, being at the alt side, you're, you're around much older guys, older guys that have had time and, and, you know, like they're kind of helping me like in the transition to kind of feel like what it's kind of like to be in the big leagues or close to that or AAA and being able to face like the, the AAA big league hitters. Like it, it was honestly a, a, like a blessing in disguise and, you know, like the year, ha how it happened, then like the outcome of the year, I feel like we made a pretty big strides and progress in that. And, you know, I just say facing those guys, being around um, those guys and just kind of like getting almost the feel of like as close to the big leagues as, as possible and getting that feel like getting a sense, like getting to build relationships with the pitching coaches up there, um, being able to kind of find that comfortability in a, in a new area and uh, like a new situation. So that was, I, I thought it was huge. Hey Cole, uh, just real quick, who are you closest to on the current roster? I know you said you feel like you're skipping a level, but I'm sure you've 
played with some of these guys along the way? Who are you best buds with? I'd say there's a few guys between uh, Hans Kraus. We were roommates in, in spring training. Then Tim Brennan, we were roommates in Hickory. And then just being able to be around these two guys, Alex Spees and Tyler Phillips. I feel like I'm closest with that, like four, like group of guys. I mean, Hans and I and Jake Latz go golfing all the time. So, you know, we were able to build that relationship and then, you know, playing video games with Alex Spees and, and Tyler Phillips, you know, like, Building those relationships has been awesome. As you get to the upper levels, what do you want to do now in double A? What do you want to do in triple A that may have been different than you did in A ball or, or even on the amateur side? It's interesting. Um, you know, you, 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 every level you move up or in my experience, you know, I remember when making varsity was a big deal, you know, my sophomore year in high school and, and then starting for OU was like, the Super Bowl, you know, and right. and then you fast forward a while and, and now we're we're on the Rough Riders and, um, you know, the big leagues don't seem as far away as they once did. Um, I think it's just a, a sober realization to to see that each level presents its different challenges. But um, if you allow yourself to be adaptable, um, you have a good chance. You know, I know, I know God's given me this ability to to succeed at this game, even though it's, it's really hard. Um, I just feel like at every level, um, kind of just dating back to high school with each step up, um, I've been able to adapt, been able to progress. Um, I'm, I'm five times the player I was at OU, you know what I mean? And, and I think that's, that's how it has to be. If you want to continue to be an impact player moving forward and have a long career fans are huge for me um in the sport you know being in arizona the last like two and a half three months um there are some fans at some games but the last month there weren't any you know and so i think uh fans when it comes to baseball is uh is crucial you know it's it's a slower paced game and and it's long right and so when you can bring in an atmosphere and i and in between pitches i can look around and and it even takes it to another level that um, I'm kind of in the, in the, on the streets that I grew up on, went to high school on at least. Um, so, I mean, shoot, I hope to see people that I know. Um, I know the family will be here to show a lot of support. Um, but, yeah, I just want to have that atmosphere back. I want to have that, like, in between, in between pitches, that buzz that the fans provide yeah. conversations and all that. I mean, it just takes the game to a whole different level. And, and, and quite frankly, I, I feel like that brings out the best in me as the player. So just having a manager that young, I don't know, help a young squad or a young player like yourself, you know, trying to make this jump? Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, it's not as much about the age. It's more about uh, how, how much how much can you relate to the players? Um, you know, and, and JG, we call him JG. He's a guy who, man, he knows the grind. It just makes it easier to play for him. Um, and so uh, that's the biggest thing. Uh, aside from the age, it's not as much of the age thing. Um, I think, uh, sometimes younger guys can, can have a little bit more of a connection with the players just because they're, they're less years out of the game. You know what I mean? I mean, it's the, the memory is a little bit fresher, right? You know, you spend 50 years out of the game. I mean, you maybe forgot a little bit, but maybe not, maybe not, you know? Um, but it's not as much of the age as it is the, the relatedness. How much can you relate, get on the level of the player for me? First of all, they told you positionally, are you going to primarily be in center or are they going to move you around? And then second of all, what are your very specific 
kind of goals and things you want to improve on your game this year? Yeah. Yeah. Um, to the first question, um, I've played uh, in, in spring training. I played center and right. Um, JG's told me to mix in some center. Um, I want to say primarily I'll be right field, um, but I played center as well. Um, so maybe it'll be a mixture of both. Um, all the outfielders we have here can play center field. Um, so that's kind of the, we'll see how, how JG wants to handle that situation. Um, and um, yeah, as far as um, ah, what I want to work on, I mean, I really just, I kind of like to just, uh, I want to show people my athleticism, my versatility, you know, I mean, uh, I know that sounds so cliche, but it's true. I mean, I think when you're a good hitter, you can get kind of boxed in a little bit. Um, but I mean, my, my play is, 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 uh, there's no box, you know, I feel like, uh, the versatility is there and, and I just, I just want to show that over the year, Lord willing, I stay healthy and I can, I can keep my speed and, and, um, fluidity and all that. Um, but you know, then the other side, the offensive side, it's like to play a full season, right. And, 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 and just see pitching for a hundred plus games. Um, I can't, I can't even begin to describe the leaps I made in, in 19 playing like 120 something games that you don't get in college. You know, you play like 50 games and playing every day is a whole different animal. And, and you, you learn how to, how to manipulate the bat in a way when you're tired in a way when you're not seeing the ball in a way that you feel overpowered, you, your body finds ways to actually be really efficient. Um, and I'm, I'm sure I'll find some more golden nuggets, you know, two months down the road during this year. So that, 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 those are kind of the, the two things on, on both sides of the, of the game for me.